This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 8th of July. In your squiz today, the Timor-Leste spying case is dropped. Boris Johnson resigns. Aussies are living longer. And being hangry, it's a thing. This is your squiz today. Starting today with a news story that might not be on your radar, but is a notable one when it comes to matters of national security and whistleblowing. Attorney General Mark Dreyfus has dropped the government's legal action against lawyer Bernard Collery. Now, Collery had been charged with unlawfully disclosing information about an Australian secret intelligence service mission to bug the offices of Timor-Leste's leaders. Claire, you know what I'm going to say? Get us up to speed on the case. (laughs) Look, it's one of those ones that you might have seen around, uh, certainly when it comes to terms like Witness K uh, and secret trials and this case that involved Timor-Leste and our government. This is what it's all about. Uh, Basically, Australia and Timor-Leste were and still are really good friends. The nation became independent in 2002 and in 2004, the new government was ready to talk to us about carving up the big oil and gas fields. They're northwest of Darwin and they're south of Timor-Leste. Getting some of that money for Timor-Leste was a really big deal because it would be able to help them lift their nation out of poverty and really get going. But Australia wanted a slice of it. And what Witness K, uh, who was a spy, said was that the deck was stacked because our spies had bugged Timor-Leste's Offices, and we knew exactly what sort of deal could be done. He went on to report the alleged bugging of the officers to the intelligence watchdog and got permission to speak to a lawyer, that lawyer being, of course, Bernard Collery. They both had charges laid against them by the Australian government, but they took two different approaches in how they handled that. Yeah, they did. Uh, the charges were brought after Collery went on to help Timor-Leste build a case against Australia at the International Court of Justice. Charges were laid some years after that. Witness K decided to plead guilty uh, and he went through a secret trial. Uh, But for Collery, he chose to fight. And what we learned yesterday was, as you say, the Attorney General dropped the case. It has been one that's been bubbling away for years. I'll put links in your episode notes if you do want to read more to get across it. Collery called it a good decision for the administration of justice in Australia. To London now, Boris Johnson has resigned as Prime Minister of the UK. It's been a few months of scandals now, Claire, and today he fell on his sword. Yeah, probably less fell on his sword as was pushed onto it. Mm. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Over the last few days, there have been 50 members of the government who have resigned their positions, uh, so it became quite untenable for him to continue. What has happened, as you say, in recent months is that there has been scandal after scandal. Uh, One of the big ones was Partygate, where Johnson became the first sitting Prime Minister to be fined for breaking the law. Uh, That is because he and some of his 
his team had gatherings during lockdowns. It incited quite a bit of voter anger and there were concerns that he was becoming more and more unpopular with voters uh, and the scandals just weren't stopping. He did try to hang on. As you say, he has been insisting that his landslide election win in 2019 gave him a colossal mandate to keep going. Not so. The new leader is expected to be elected before a big conservative conference in October. Stand by for a bit more to come out of this one. Still in international news and the Solomon Islands has come up a bit this week. They celebrated their Independence Day yesterday. Prime Minister Manasse Sogavare gave a speech. Notable for two things, Claire, singling out China with praise and not mentioning Australia at all. No, didn't get a Guernsey. Mm. And that's, of course, an issue because Australia has been a very long-standing partner of the Solomon Islands. But Sogavare did sing China's praises, saying that they're a worthy partner. Of course, that really had the spidey senses twitching of those who say that the challenges that we're facing in the region are still quite difficult for our new government to deal with. China's relationships in the region is going to be a big agenda item at the G20 Foreign Ministers Summit today in Bali. Our Foreign Minister Penny Wong is there. It's been confirmed that she will meet her Chinese counterpart Wang Yi tonight about getting the relationship back on track. This will be the first time that Australia and China's foreign ministers have met in person since November 2019. You were keeping an eye on this one, Claire. The data released from the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare. One big takeout to note, Aussies are living longer, but, and there's a but in there, that longer life is coming with more chronic and age-related conditions. Yeah, there's 11.6 million of us, uh, of course, out of a population of more than 25 million who have at least one chronic health condition. Uh, Heart disease and dementia top that list. So what researchers say is about a third of conditions that we're going through life with are preventable, uh, particularly when it comes to that end stage of life. And those lifestyle factors really do have a big part to play. Uh, Looking at the stats, two in three Australian adults are now overweight or overweight. Base. There were some good takeouts, though. Smoking rates have hit a record low of 11%. Just closing out health news, a fourth COVID booster shot will be available for over 30s. Atagi is recommending that people over 50 definitely get a fourth jab, while people aged 30 to 49 can choose to have a fourth shot. And now one for the doubters out there, being hangry or angry because you're hungry is a real thing. Psychologists say so, Claire. They do. So if you're getting sort of to that three o'clock, four o'clock mark and you haven't had much (laughs) brekkie or much lunch, uh, look, you get a bit of permission, I guess, to be a bit cranky. Uh, (laughs) But certainly what they say is it is a real thing that people's emotions do tend to get a little bit frayed when they're hungry. Uh, Might not be a surprise to many of us, I guess. I know I can definitely fall into that category, I have to admit. And while we joke about it as adults, the study's author says it raises serious points about issues like kids who go hungry to school and how that can impact on their learning and behaviour. TGIF, Claire, you are getting a little fishy on us this weekend with your recipe recommendation. 
I am. I do feel like something a bit fishy, so I'm going for a salmon uh, curry. It is a no-frills curry. It's pretty easy to put together. You can get all the stuff at the supermarket, and it's quite saucy as well, so it doesn't have that really heavy sort of creamy kind of curry base, Uh, but it is quite light, and you do get a chance to soak it all up with some rice. It's quite delicious. Yum, yum. I'll pop a link to our Friday lights in your episode notes. But as always, the recipe recommendation and usually something to watch or read is in the Squiz Today newsletter each Friday. We call it Friday lights. It's always a good way to start the weekend. Speaking of the weekend, Squiz the day or across the weekend, Claire, what are you taking note of? Today is the anniversary of the release of the Spice Girls' debut single, Wannabe. Uh, Kate Watson, of course, from podcasts such as Squiz Today. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's back at work this week after finishing up her parental leave. Uh, She is the biggest Spice Girls fan I know, so a big (laughs) shout-out to Kate. Man, I'll have to ask her if she put on as many concerts for her parents singing Wannabe and other (laughs) Spice Girls songs as we did when we were little. For me, it is, of course, the tennis finals all weekend. The big news overnight is that Nick Kyrgios is straight through to the final after Rafael Nadal pulled out with an injury. I am, of course, devastated about that. Kyrgios will take on either Novak Djokovic or Cameron Norrie for the final. And the women's final is between Elena Rybikina and Ons Jabor. That's all from us. Have a great weekend. We will be back with you on Monday.